This is Milton Pedraza, CEO of the Luxury Institute and EI Expert, LLC. During a recent client engagement, we worked with a premium brand to improve sales performance by helping their sales team to transform themselves from transactional salespeople into high-performance humanistic relationship builders. We used the test and control format where we worked directly with the Northeast region sales team to implement our Luxelerate system while the rest of the country continued to train on their existing sales training program. The company's existing sales program was based on a detailed step-by-step -step customer journey document developed by an outside trainer and was comprised of a completely scripted program that had a large manual with explicit written instructions. Sales associates were required to memorize and follow the sales manual to the letter without question. Instructors led the lecture-based workshops across the country, and after that, sales associates received feedback from managers on a daily basis. New artificial intelligence-based algorithms used customer history and lookalike segments and prompted the associates to make recommendations to customers on what should be their next purchase. The associates were expected to follow the AI recommendations explicitly without question on the theory that algorithms are smarter than humans. In sharp contrast, once we had a chance to dive in to help, the customer journey document that we jointly developed with the top sales associates and the executives was very brief. It included guidelines instead of explicit instructions. The training program was based on four simple human emotional intelligence principles. The ability to express expertise in your domain and in people, deep empathy, trustworthiness, and most importantly, generosity. We completely empower the associates to use their life purpose at work, to learn to use emotional intelligence, be their unscripted, natural, best human selves, and adapt to the customer needs continuously in the moment. Instead of having instructors, the associates learned to teach each other and received weekly coaching from their managers. Most importantly, though, the associates learned to be self-aware and self-correcting, to coach each other, and to coach themselves using deep practice methods. Instead of using outcome measures such as dollar sales, the associates measured their own input behaviors and their emotions daily, and they adapted to feedback from customers and from coaches in real time. The associates were encouraged to consult the algorithm's recommendations, but they were fully empowered to use their own judgment to make the ultimate recommendations for purchase to their clients based on their human relationship with the client. The results were dramatic. Sales increased by over 50% over a six-month period in the Northeast region, while the rest of the country was down 10% versus prior year. The key reasons why this sharp contrast in sales performance was achieved is the approach to the problem. And we'll come back to that a little later. First, I want to share one key insight about how you can develop your expertise as a business executive for the age of artificial intelligence. There's been a great deal of hype and fear-mongering among AI practitioners and top academics as to how AI will affect jobs at different levels of society.
The latest study in 2018 from academics at MIT proclaims that instead of replacing entire occupations, AI will replace certain rote tasks within occupations where humans cannot compete with computers. And that sounds promising. We're all for that. And it all differs by each job occupation. For example, if you're a massage therapist, the likelihood of having any of your job tasks replaced by AI is almost zero. Whereas if you're a radiologist, some of your 26 identified core tasks and the one that has always been seen as the most critical, reading medical images, is supposed to be done better, far more accurately, by algorithms. According to the MIT researchers, the other key tasks of a radiologist, such as developing creative solutions with other doctors and interpersonal skills in sharing and exchanging information with doctors and patients, are not likely to be replaced. But the job, like all jobs, will change dramatically and new and improved skills will be required. So where do business jobs, such as sales jobs, when broken down into tasks, stand within that analysis? Now, it's all speculation at this point, and no one can accurately predict the true effects of AI on our individual corporate and entrepreneurial jobs. And yet there are plenty of actionable insights that you can use to help you AI-proof your career. Here's one key recommendation for developing your expertise professionally and redesigning your job and career regardless of what job function you have that will empower you to thrive alongside AI instead of being replaced by it. But first, let me put on the table that just because we have high confidence in ourselves from our past business experience doesn't make us a relevant expert for today. Recently, I attended the MIT Sports Analytics Conference. And there, a neuroscientist told the story of top-rated college athletes who have the optimal physical attributes, college track records, and the high mental confidence to get drafted into the NFL, only to have the coaches discover in their first year as NFL pros that these confident elite athletes lack the adaptability to learn to execute the more complex playbooks of the NFL and or they lack the emotional intelligence to play within a highly demanding complex team culture. For all of us in business today, true humility is our strongest ally in this brave new world of AI. So now let's look at what we believe by far is the most critical skill required to play the game of business brilliantly in the age of AI. And let me state it, let me share some details about it, and I'll spend the rest of the podcast elaborating. At the elite levels of business, you need to develop the expertise to first understand what kind of business problem or challenge you're dealing with right now in the moment before you start developing a solution. Developing that one skill sounds really simple, but it's not. So let me explain. Scientists differentiate problems and challenges into three major types. Simple problems, complicated problems, 
and complex problems. Let's look at all three. A simple problem is where there's a cause that has a direct effect. For example, you hammer a nail and the impact causes the nail to penetrate the wood. This is a simple cause and effect problem that everyone can see and when repeated is almost 100% predictable. Most of these simple problems require limited expertise. In type 2 problems, complicated problems, these have many moving parts that come together to create a solution. They're not simple problems, but the solutions are knowable and achievable. Building a bridge is a very complicated problem. It takes many skills and many parts, but it is solvable using the contributions of experts. Ever since the Industrial Revolution, most of the problems that we have solved, such as innovating and building railroads, building factories, building airplanes, were extremely complicated problems. They had many moving parts, but they were always knowable and solvable over time. Today, while the world has become more complex, this engineering mindset has become so pervasive in business that we have wired our brains to think of most business challenges as complicated problems with recipes and clear solutions. Most business executives believe that the majority of their business challenges today are complicated problems where we can use command and control mechanisms, develop a plan, come up with an engineered solution, develop the parts, put them together, order people to execute exactly as instructed, and we'll have a working solution. But that is a huge miscalculation in the era of AI. And that's because most problems that we face today are complex. They lie within the realm of what scientists call complex adaptive systems. Complex adaptive systems include things like the traffic patterns that flow through that complicated bridge that we built in our previous example. They include our criminal justice system, our education system, our healthcare system. The environment is a complex adaptive system. These systems are not easy to predict, to affect, or to change in the desired direction. Complex adaptive systems are not fully controllable because they involve many factors, not the least of which are human beings, each with a mind of their own. These challenges can only be influenced by constant testing, learning, and rapid adaptation. Using strategic plans, budgets, policy manuals, training manuals, and other engineering mindset tools do not help you to solve the problem because a complex problem cannot be conquered like a complicated problem. It can only be influenced in the right direction when you approach it properly. In fact, command and control mechanisms don't work and they usually have the negative effect of making your complex problem even more complex. In business, in our global and local economies, in our industries, in our corporate cultures, we deal with complex adaptive systems that each form part of other complex adaptive systems. 
And when you're dealing with complex problems, you have to rewire your brain to be creative, to be flexible, to be adaptable and sustainable in order to develop and maintain relevant expertise. Otherwise, you're out of the game. Malcolm Gladwell talks about complicated problems as puzzles and complex problems as mysteries. In a recent speech, Gladwell discussed how puzzle problems, let's think of a hard word, uh, a very hard crossword puzzle, are solved by finding additional data and information. And then you get the answer. By contrast, often in mysteries, there's already tons of data available. And the key is to make sense of that data to find a way forward that is likely to succeed. There's no guarantee, but it has a high probability to succeed. Sometimes there's so many factors and so much data available in complex problems that it can be overwhelming. Big data and AI can help a lot. But especially where human beings are involved, they fail to provide a solution. Gladwell implores leaders and managers to develop the critical expertise to determine what kind of problem they're dealing with and work alongside the AI to do what no algorithm can do, to see things that machines cannot possibly see, those small, fine details, those nuances, and to use human judgment and creativity, testing and learning, all with high emotional intelligence to determine a path forward. One great example of a complex problem is that of a doctor who no longer has to diagnose a disease directly because the algorithms can do so far more accurately and better. The AI has solved the puzzles within the problem, but only the doctor has any chance of solving the mystery. The doctor is assisted by AI to deliver a diagnosis much faster but is no closer to the optimal medical solution for that individual patient. She has to now take into account the type of disease diagnosed by the AI, the genetic makeup of the patient, the medical procedures and medical drug combinations available, plus their probabilities of success, the medical resources available where that patient lives, the patient's medical insurance and financial means, the patient's family situation and support, the patient's lifestyle, and the values and desires of the patient. This is a complex problem, and AI has some wonderful solutions within it, but only the humans working collaboratively can determine the path forward. Only a human expert has the ability to communicate the alternatives with expertise in the medical functional skills combined with the emotional intelligence to help that patient to find the best path forward, knowing that all we can do is play the game of high probabilities and continuously adapt with no guarantee of success in this complex adaptive system. Within your business model and career, you confront simple, complicated, and complex problems and challenges. Often you're going to face a problem that contains all three types of challenges. If you cannot identify what type of business problem you're dealing with in the moment, you may have already failed. Your expertise in determining what type of problem is present 
at each layer and how to approach it is the number one skill that will determine how you are likely to behave and adapt and therefore ultimately how successful you are likely to be. In essence, this one skill determines how much of a business expert you really are. Now going back to our original sales performance improvement challenge. The reason we were able to improve sales by 50% over prior year while the balance of the country was down was that while the training program the company implemented was robotically and formulaically engineered to solve a complicated problem, our Luxcelerate program was designed to inspire salespeople to master the skills to continuously test, learn, and adapt with emotional intelligence to build long-term client relationships. In other words, to master the ability to address a complex human challenge. As always, I want to wish you good luck and great skill. Great skill in determining what kind of business problem, complicated or complex, you're dealing with right now in the moment. That one decision can mean the difference between success and failure in the new era of artificial intelligence.